Welcome to Pigskin Frenzy on this wonderful Tuesday afternoon. Thank you for joining us. I'm Joel Norris. And whether you're watching on YouTube, listening on Spotify, or listening on Podbean, a big thank you for taking some time out of your Tuesday to just sit back, watch, and listen to some college football coverage presented by me. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel, leave a like on the episode, and leave a comment down below. Spotify, if you're listening on there, share around with others and follow on there as well. Podbean, same thing. If you're listening on there, share around with others and follow on there also. We have Twitter, and we have Facebook, and we have Instagram. Twitter is at pigskin underscore frenzy, all lowercase. Just type that bad boy on the search engine. Follow and like the page there. You'll get episode updates as well as news and highlights from across college and NFL football. Facebook, same thing. All you got to do is type in Pigskin Frenzy. Follow and like the page there. You'll get episode updates as well as news and highlights from across college and NFL football. Instagram, same thing. Just type in at pigskin frenzy. Follow like the page there. You'll get episode updates. You'll get you'll get you know wonderful stories, trivia questions, as well as all things up to date with Pigskin Frenzy. Okay, so college football day today. We're going to be talking about you know some things you know in the headlines, including what's been going down in Baton Rouge. So um, the B, that's the what we're mainly going to be you know talking about today. As I Mentioned on social on the social media pages, go and keep on plugging in on the social media pages for Pete Skin Frenzy. But that's what we're going to be talking about today. What's been going on in Baton Rouge, and I'm going to get to that. And we're going to, that's going to be the main topic and the main coverage of you know our episode today because it's pretty big in college football. This is some this is some heavy stuff, and we're going to get down to it. And just wanted to say, subscribe to the channel, keep plugging into Pigskin Frenzy. Follow, share around with others on Spotify, Podbean, on YouTube. Subscribe, like each episode, leave comments down below. Follow and like the pages on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And just keep plugging in to Pigskin Frenzy. Okay, let's get right down to it. The main part of our episode, LSU football. We're going to be talking, you know, what's been going on there. And before we get into that, let's congratulate the LSU baseball team, right? Last night, they pulled off an amazing, you know, amazing run in the in the College Men's World Series and, you know, won their seventh national championship in program history. So, LSU baseball winning their seventh national championship, second all-time behind USC. Congratulations to them. Um, I guess SEC is, you know, all over football and they're all over baseball right now, it seems. So, congratulations to them and, you know, so it was a good run. You know, they they set the record for hits, I believe. So I, I, I think that's what they did. They set the record for hits. It was a good matchup between them and Florida. Florida got the better of them in game two. Then game three, LSU got some revenge and bounced back to win the World Series. So congratulations to them from one celebratory moment. And they did it in women's basketball to national championship from one, two celebratory moments to not-so-celebratory moments that involve the men's basketball and football program. So, they had the basketball is its own thing. We're going to dive into the football part of it right now. So, let's go in to some sanctions. <laughs> and uh, this has been stemming back from 2020, so we're going to get into it right now. So, according to CBS Sports, uh, Will uh, reporter Will Backus, he wrote this article on there, and it was LSU... They received three years probation from the NCAA. So the probation actually started back in 2020 
So believe it or not. So for everybody out there that's saying, okay, it's starting now, it actually didn't start now. It started in 2020. But we didn't really know that they were under probation until, you know, until now, recently, until recently, until it's about to be over. So they're under probation from 2020. Now we knew that there was some stuff going on in 2020 and some stuff that was stemming back from 2012. And we knew that there was an investigation going on, but we thought the investigation was going to be concluded and the probation would start now and the sanctions would start now. No, it started back in 2020. They were just concluding everything and, and wrapping everything up. So it, in, it started on 2020. It ends on September 21st, 2023, right when LSU goes to play Arkansas a couple of days later in Baton Rouge. So that's pretty. That's what I found pretty interesting there. So what is the probation? What are the sanctions? What does it stem from? What is the story behind this? I said I was going to tell everything about it and tell all on this. I have the information on this. Uh, sources, according to CBS Sports reporter Will Backus here. So they received three violations. Uh, level one, which is pretty serious. Level two, which is kind of average, kind of in the middle. And then level three, which is the least light, like less, right? Some slap on the wrist stuff. Now, here's the thing. Here's the problem with this. They kind of got off a little bit easy, even with the level one. And I'm going to get to that, you know, in a minute. So let's kick off with what the violations are. Level one violations starting off. I sound like I'm in a courtroom. I feel like I'm about to hand out charges right now. I'm just a podcast host, but I found like I'm sound like I'm handing out charges right now. So level one violation from the NCAA. The team was forced to vacate 37 wins. So the 37 wins were not from now. They weren't from 2019. LSE fans, save your breaths. You're not getting the national championship taken away from you. <laughs> um, it was from 2012 to 2015. Now, those are some significant wins, though. 37 wins. Former coach of the Timeless Miles is now ineligible in the, to be in the College Ball Hall of Fame after vacating the wins. That has dropped them to .597. So, let's break this down really quick. Let's break this down. 37 wins from 2012 to 2015. Some of those wins are pretty big. Um, some of those wins include bowl games. Some of those wins are, you know, like I said, they're they're pretty they're pretty substantial, right? Um, some of those wins are impactful not only to Les Miles, but they're impactful to the LSU's record book. So now his career record is at 108 to 57, I, I believe. I think that's what the career record is if not for less miles. So the vacate, the vacating wins uh, redoes some history books, and 37 wins is a lot of wins. That is quite a few wins to, you know, vacate. That's significant. So it redoes the history books. Not only that, it hurts less miles' chances to get into the College Football Hall of Fame. Once an impactful head coach, once an impactful coach, and in personality-wise, everything, you know, he was an impactful head coach. He did, he did a lot of things. He won a national title at LSU in 2007 he won some he won a conference championships at LSU I mean he 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 was an impactful coach he was an impactful coach in college football he did he did a lot of he did a lot of things to be in the Hall of Fame now because of all the scandals and violations going on behind the scenes with recruiting and you know just you know everything going on with the violations it takes that right away from him so it's one of those things where it's like okay 
it happens in 2020 and it's discovered in 2020 and then it ends in 2023 and we put it behind us in 2023. If you're in the head of, if you're in the future of LSU, you're thinking to yourself, okay, the past truly does come back to haunt you. And it does. It's just karma coming back to haunt, you know, Les Miles and Ed Orzeron. I'm going to get to Ed Orzeron in a minute, but it's coming back to haunt them in a way. So they vacated 37 wins from 2012 to 2015. Uh, LS, uh, 0.597 percentage win percentage, which means you're ineligible for the Hall of Fame. You have to have a certain level of win percentage to be in the College Football Hall of Fame, 600, 0.600 or above. Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of the head coaches now are meeting that requirement. Brian Kelly, the head coach of LSU currently. Nick Saban from Alabama. Kirby Smart's about to be up there. I'm assuming Dabo Sweeney will be up there. And a lot of coaches now are meeting those requirements. But you have to have a certain requirement to, you know, be in the Hall of Fame. so it kind of it's kind of one of those things where it puts a damper on a lot. It puts a damper damper on your legacy, and it you know vacating some of those wins due to the scandals and the sanctions going on behind the scenes at LSU dating back to those years, kind of puts a damper on your legacy a little bit. If I'm less miles, um, and and it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you know shouldn't have done it, yes, but. You know, it's truly the past comes back to haunt you, like I said before. So it dates back to 2012 after a representative, this is going from my notes here, according from Will Backus from CBS Sports, it's dating back to 2012 as a representative from Athletics paid the father of a prospect over 180000 180000 over a five-year span. If this is not cheating at its finest, it is cheating at its finest. But, you know, what is cheating at its finest? This is Here's the thing. You're going to get a little upset and a little, you know, angry at me for saying this, but, you know, this is sort of NIL at its finest a little bit. Now, here's the thing. NIL is, you know, name, image, and likeness. You know, you pay college ball players for their name, image, and likeness on the new video game that's coming out in next in, in summer of 2024, and you have you know name image name name image and likeness for sponsors and when players get that right yeah sure you you have that here's the problem with this though it's not 2023 it's 2012 nil wasn't a thing back in 2012 so if you're paying college ball players to come play football yeah um it's not right it's illegal so nowadays you can pay a player to come to maybe come join the program and you can kind of get away with it now Right now, everyone is in D.C. trying to regulate and have state laws behind name, image, and likeness, NIL. So we'll get into that in a future episode. i got to read more into that and get some more information on that, and that's a whole other thing. But moving on back into LSU football, back to 2012, they paid a father of a prospect over 180000 over a five-year span. That's a lot. That is a lot of money. For five years, it's a lot of money. The prospect played from LSU from 2012 to 2016. I will not name that individual. The representative is no longer associated as LSU cuts ties with him. So LSU is no longer associated with a representative and no longer associated with probably the the, the prospect and the prospect's father. So other violations that were committed under former coaching staffs, the NCAA has already found the punishments to be acceptable. So some of these punishments were accepted by the NCAA back in 2020. The punishments were 0.5%. Uh, you heard me, 0.5%. If you do the math, that is 
a bit of their football budget for recruiting. I mean, for recruiting and going out, planning trips, and going out to try to recruit other athletes, right? That's that's a lot. 0.5% of their football budget for facilities for a lot. A reduction of their scholarships, a reduction of scholarships from 2021 to 2012, which were the num- the total number was eight. That's a lot. See, this is this is some punishments. These are some these are some punishments. And you're thinking, you're thinking, okay, there should have been more, and there probably should have been more. Uh, LSU probably got away with one, right? Here's the problem with this, right? This is a lot of punishment. So the NCAA probably thought this was acceptable. So a total of eight reductions of scholarships from 2021 to 2012. Okay. I'm sorry, 2022, my bad, 2022. And during the 2020-21 COVID year, a self-imposed bowl ban. So I remember this. So in 2020, back in 2021, you know, the, the scandals and the sanctions started coming out. Uh... I was talking to my dad a lot about this. I was like, oh, man, LSU's in trouble. They're in trouble. And this is what this is stemming from, uh, the self-imposed bowl ban during the COVID season. LSU did not have – they barely made it to a bowl game, and they thought, okay, it was one of those situations where, yes, we will – you know, they reduced it back to five wins during the COVID year instead of six now they're back to six, but they reduced it to five wins. So now during for one year only for the COVID year, they were thinking, you know what? It's not worth it. We're just going to have a self-imposed bowl ban. We're under a lot of fire anyway. We're just not going to go to a bowl game this year for the first time in 18 seasons during that time, right? So they didn't go to a bowl game. It was a self-imposed bowl ban, and rightfully so. Uh, the NCAA found that acceptable, and they found that to be, you know, you know a fair punishment for the program, so let's go back. 0.5 percent of a but of the football budget, a reduction of total of eight scholarships from 2021 to 2022, and during the 2020 2021 COVID season, a self-imposed bowl ban along with the vacated wins. That's a lot. That's a big punishment, and we're only on level one violations. My gut, my goodness, right? My goodness. So. That's a lot. That's the level one violations. Let's move on to level two violations. Again, according to CBS Sports reporter Will Backus. So, level two violation was when former LSU wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr., now the Baltimore Ravens wide receiver, distributed cash handouts to players on the field following the, the national championship from the 2019 season. He gave four players $2,000, with part of it being caught on tape. LSU reported it and banned Beckham from all non-public facilities for two years. That that ban should be up soon, so I'm not going to say, you know, it's up now, or that ban should be up probably fairly soon. It's probably already up, and he's back and eligible to be here in facilities, non-public and public facilities in LSU. Level three, a former coach has had impermissible contact with a prospect from 2020, and it was not allowed. So this was during Ed Orgeron's reign, as LSU head coach, until September 21st of 2023. That is when the probation ends. LSU has to inform recruits that they are on probation and file complex reports to the NCAA regarding the impl- implementation of pres- uh, implementation of the prescribed punishments and its monitoring of representatives of, at- of the athletics department. So, that was where my notes. How does this, you know, how does this go into play for a lot? So, 
The past really does come back to haunt you. That's one. Two, does this have anything to do with LSU's bowl chances and LSU's title hopes for this season coming up? Because you're thinking, Joel, they got a team this year. They're playing some good games, and they have a shot in going to the college football playoff once again. This has nothing to do. It's, let me just calm L Tiger fans' worries now. This has nothing to do with this season, with the 2023 season, right? Now, here's the problem. Recruiting in Texas has been a key thing. So let's dive into this has nothing to do with bowl bans for this season or you know, ineligible for being in the title host for this season. So when you think about it like that, you're like, okay, this, you know, this is tough, right? This is tough, you know, but it's not, you know, you, you're fine. You're fine. You're, you're fine with, you know, no ball ban. You're, 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 you're good. Playing on the field's fine. It's the off the field concerns that you worry about a little bit. And you worry about recruiting. Recruiting is a huge thing. LSU is one of the, one of the, top recruiting juggernauts in college football. People don't realize that, that LSU has been a recruiting powerhouse for a long time. Ever since Nick Saban was there, LSU has been a recruiting powerhouse for a long time. SEC West powerhouse, SEC West, no, SEC powerhouse in general, and just landing some of the top players in the, the world, right? So, I mean, they're amongst the elite when it comes to recruiting. They're amongst Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan, Texas, right? And speaking of Texas, this is where I'm going with this. A key battleground state for them to recruit in is Texas. And, and this is what I worry about, going into Texas to try to get some of those recruits while on probation. Texas has talent. And when it comes to the talent there, the probation could turn off a lot of people. Luckily... Luckily, it ends on September 21st. Now, does it does that mean that's going to change anybody's minds for 2024? No, it doesn't. Yes, they're going to be like, okay, it ends on September 2024, uh, September 21st, 2023. We're trying to recruit you for 2024, but they're going to read that. And does it still? You're on probation until 2023. It doesn't matter if you're if it ends then. It still is a worrisome trend when you look at it in the present time. So if you're recruiting people now for 2024, you go into a place like Texas that has a lot of talent, and you're thinking, okay, I mean, we have our own probation. We got to file this. We got this. They're gonna turn turn heads and go, ah, I want to reevaluate my options now, right? So I want to reevaluate reevaluate my options. Texas, I can go to Alabama, Oklahoma, you know, Ohio State, whatever. So. It, it kind of does. It kind of does bring a worrisome trend. Um, my honest, my honest thoughts on this are: don't blame Brian Kelly for this. Really, don't put Brian Kelly in the heap of this. Do not put the the players who are currently at LSU for this, because this is stuff that went on during the past. This is when I was a twelve year old child, literally. Uh, this is this happened when I was little. So don't put. LSU, don't put the brunt of LSU's players in this now. I wouldn't. LSU is still eligible for titles this year. There's still aspirations for college football playoff hopes this season and going playing for a national title this season. Just don't put any of that on them this season. Now, recruiting could take a damper. Recruiting has taken a damper for the past few years. And I wonder why. And I was wondering why. Now we know why. It came out and they were under probation for the past three years. So, yeah, LSU um, took a damper in recruiting and it took a damper with their football budget. And they had to vacate wins, which means Les Miles is no longer eligible for the College Football Hall of Fame in Atlanta, Georgia, which is 
kind of kind of sad. The Mad Hatter, he was one of a he was a legend in, in college football. And he was a legend at LSU at the time. Now it's like you know a lot of his legacy has been put a damper on. So it's one of those things where it kind of takes you back a little bit about everything that happened going on at LSU the past you know few years going on behind the scenes that we really didn't know about. The Ed Orgeron stuff is just part of it, right? Uh, a lot of what happened was pretty low, pretty dirty, but now Brian Kelly's in charge, Scott Woodward's in charge, where, you know, under a new era almost of LSU athletics and under a new LS, a new era of LSU football to try to do things the right way and to do things, you know, Brian Kelly's way to try to win and win more to try to get to a national championship. That's what Brian Kelly's memo is, but... The three-year probation ends on September 21st, 2023. They can put this in the rearview mirror and, you know, go away from it because this probation has probably put a damper on recruiting, budgeting for, you know, budgeting for trips for recruiting, and it puts a damper a lot on, you know, you know, history almost. So it kind of it kind of does, you know, it kind of does rub you the wrong way if you're an LSU fan, but you have to go through this to get to the future and move on. So LSU had received a three-year probation from the NCAA, stemming back from 2012 to 2015, which resulted in vacating of 37 wins and self-imposed bowl ban in 2020 to 2021 and also a lot of other things as well. So... That's just about does it for pigskin frenzy. That was all we're going to talk about today. The LSU probation, the sanctions there. Before we go, let me go on and tell you something. Information here. LSU's fine. All right. Currently, there's no ball bans. There's no sanctions. There's, I mean, there's sanctions for the probations from back then, but it ends in September 21st, 2023. There's no ineligibility for championships, bowl bans, you name it. LSU's fine on the field. It just happened during the past, and the probation just it caught up to them recruiting-wise, for sure. So that just about does it for Pigskin Frenzy. A big thank you for taking some time out of your Tuesday to just sit back, watch, and listen to some college football coverage presented by me. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. Leave a like on the episode and leave a comment down below. Spotify, if you're listening on there, share around with others and follow on there as well. Podbean, same thing. If you're listening on there, share around with others and follow on there also. We have Twitter. Facebook, and Instagram. Twitter, it's at pigskin underscore frenzy, all lowercase. Type it into the search engine. You'll find it. Follow and like the page there. You'll get episode updates as well as news and highlights from across college and NFL football. Facebook, same thing. All you got to do is type in Pigskin Frenzy, follow and like the page there. You'll get episode updates as well as news and highlights from across college and NFL football. And Instagram, follow and like the page there, at Pigskin Frenzy. You'll get episode updates, trivia questions and stories, and all updates on everything Pigskin Frenzy. That just about does it. Again, thank you for tuning in and li- tuning in and listening and watching. Uh, we're going to be back Thursday for another edition of Pigskin Frenzy, an NFL edition of Pigskin Frenzy, highlighting everything going on across the league. I'm Joel Norris signing off, and we will see you Thursday for another edition of Pigskin Frenzy. And for everybody out there, stay the course.